Hello friends, my name is Dave Miller. And I'm Mal Spain. And we're your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice show where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Simply put, we find questions either roaming the internet, or we get them sent to us by you wonderful listeners and we ask them on the topics of sex and dating. Do you have allergies? You don't have allergies, right? You're a, a, a full human that hasn't mm-hmm. been plagued with. Yeah. My partner has allergies. What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I apologize if I sound a little, uh, a little up here, you know, up up here. Uh, my allergies are kicking my ass today. I'm sorry. Hey, I'm be. sleepy. We could just call it here. That's one minute and ten seconds that they're gonna love. They're gonna fucking love it. Actually, it's even shorter because I did introduce Man, this show. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong as podcast. as our other show. Which hey, maybe you guys should check it out. It's called No Quest for the Wicked. It's a lot of fun. How about you hit me? Okay, now I do, I don't know if this was, I do have a game, and we've played it before on Pillow Talk, but recently I have been enlightened, I guess is the word, by some inspirational quotes that my Facebook has decided to show me once again. Powerful. Let's do it. Do you want to, do you want to start the show off with some man quotes? Um, yeah. Okay. Will that, will that turn people off? Are people here for those spicy, spicy questions? I don't know. You know what, let's... A gift for the second one? Let's do let's do a question. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna hate you with one then. Okay. This is by Throw R A Javop. Girlfriend, 20-year-old female, wore a more revealing bikini with her friend, 26-year-old male, than with me, 21-year-old male. Title pretty much sums it up. We live an hour from the beach, so we usually go one or two times a month. Girlfriend has a few bikinis that she wears. They're all pretty nice, in my opinion. A few days ago, her friend invited her to go to the beach while I was at work. She told me about it, and I didn't know an issue. I know her friend, and he's an awesome guy. Then she told me she needs to get a new bikini on the way. I didn't think much of it, but then I saw the photos of them on her Instagram, and her bikini was extremely revealing. It barely covered anything up. I confronted her about it, and she acted dumb and said I was overreacting, but she never wore anything that revealing around me. Is there something to it, or am I just reaching, like she said? Hmm. These These questions are always tough for me, because... Without context or knowing these people, I don't know. Maybe there's a very obvious sexual tension between his partner and this dude that he's not aware of. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Maybe there is maybe there is some flirty intentions here. Maybe there is a something going on between them. I find it strange that he wouldn't notice that or have hesitations about that and then all of a sudden freak out over just a bikini. But again, I also think that like we also don't know what the bikini looks like. If we're talking about like a like a Borat situation, you know what I mean? Of like of just sort of dental floss covering the bare minimum, I would also be like, that's an interesting choice to go to a friendly beach hangout with. But at the same time, she's allowed to wear whatever the fuck she wants, and it doesn't necessarily have to mean anything. Yeah, and it's like not as if she was being sketchy about the the trip you know what i mean like you knew who she was going with you knew what she was doing she did let you know she was getting a bikini and it's like she says you've never worn it around you but she just got it right and i think that is sort of the the crux of this question of the fact that like if this was something that she had and she just never busted out or she used to bust it out way back in the day and then you Mm -hmm. guys started dating and then it got retired and now all of a sudden it's making its grand return, then I think there would be something to be said there. But I think because this is a brand new bikini, for all we know, she's been hitting the gym, she's feeling herself, and she wants to show off a little. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think if she's 100% being like, fuck yeah, you know, she listened to a bunch of Lizzo, and now Mm -hmm. she's very confident. It's about damn time. Yeah. So I think now raises very good points. She told you who she was going with and that she was going. She told you she's picking up a new bikini and she posted pictures of it. At no point in time was she trying to hide anything, be shady about it, try to, you know, it's not like she didn't post any pictures and then, you know, snuck this itsy bitsy teeny weeny polka dot yellow bikini. (laughs) Yeah. And you, you found out because she'd been sending him pictures of it 
or like I don't know. Like that's the thing. There's there's very little here that's sketchy, other than like she wore something slightly more revealing. And let's be fair, bikinis are all kind of revealing. You know what I mean? So unless it is some absurd like you know penny sized circle that just covers the nips, like that would be uh, maybe a little a little out of character or whatever. It's probably just a different style. And again, I haven't I haven't bought a new bathing suit in a very long time. But if you follow like the trends of buying clothes, it could be very hard to find like full bikinis these days. Because let me tell you, it's very hard to find like just a normal shirt or a normal pair of pants. Everything's all fucked up now. Mm-hmm. So you know, again, I've never bought a bikini before. I've never like been present while bikinis are being bought, so I don't really know the bikini situation of 2022. But for all you know, like maybe that was just what was available mm-hmm. and the least or, revealing of the options. Oh. Or maybe it was like a fucking TikToker that she follows had one, or a friend of hers, or like again, she was just feeling herself. Like I think, given the I information, know they're expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe it was the cheapest one because there's less fabric. Yeah. <laughs> she was being thrifty, dude. Uh, it does seem a little slut shamey and, and like that your jealousy issues are, are taking over here, you know? But that, okay, let's talk about that as well. Because I think we glossed over this a little bit. We talk about jealousy a lot and we talk about how it's a rational, normal emotion for, I mean, it's not rational, but it is a normal human emotion that we feel that we don't really get to decide when it rears its ugly head, but we do get to decide how we deal with it. Mm-hmm. If this instance, made you feel uncomfortable and you do recognize you clock a little bit of jealousy, tell your partner that be like, Hey, I saw you in this really small bikini and it makes me a little insecure. It made me a little jealous. And I just need you to know that if you think it's something worth talking about. Otherwise, if you can clock it for yourself and be like, Oh, Hey, why am I jealous of this? Yeah. You know, if it's is just it because guy who is super amazing, is it like, you know, cause there's nothing wrong with wearing a bikini. Mm-mm. And the, the I think it's very telling that like you literally say I confronted her and she acted dumb. That those are pretty like aggressive terms. Her acting dumb is as if she is lying to you or like she planned it and like this is the next step in her diabolical plan. She can't act dumb about something she didn't intend. Also, something she has entirely disclosed the. Yeah. From beginning event end to end of yeah, you know what I mean? confronting it's, someone as well is very much like, ah, I would like to know what the confrontation was. You wore a small bikini. Yes, Dave, I did. <laughs> oh, don't act dumb. <laughs> don't act stupid with me. <laughs> right? Like what, what conversation did you have? Like, I need to know that information. Like if that is it, like if you're just like, Hey, why did you wear such a small bikini with Steve? Yeah. I, I bought a new bikini and that's what the one I was wearing. Like, don't act dumb. <laughs> yeah, like, you know it's, you did. it's very strange. Yeah, whereas, again, if, if you'd done what Dane suggested, where you either confronted your own feelings or brought it up to them in, like, a healthy way, I don't think you would have used the word confronted. Right. Or you know? accuse them of being dumb. Because yeah, exactly, right? Because the, the thing is, you can literally only act dumb about, like, a, a plan you have. You know what I mean? Like, ooh, you're caught. Like, ooh, I gotta keep this facade going. Yeah, something that you like, you have to be aware of it. If you brought up these feelings of jealousy and insecurity, and they didn't understand or or were surprised by it, that's not playing dumb. Mm-hmm. That is just genuine being like, oh, I didn't know. Why would I know this? You seem to always got along with this dude. Why would I assume that what I was wearing would trigger any sort of response? Mm-hmm. Considering I'm going to the fucking beach and like. I would again. I would love to see this fucking bikini. And like, are all her other bikinis cool? Or like, all two of them you cannot wear around Steve because I will freak out. You know what I mean? Like, what what is it that's that's the insecurity kernel behind all this? Yeah, is, is it, it just bikini? new? Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, is it bikini or is it Steve? Like, yeah. that's something I think you need to figure out and be like, hey, am I being possessive and irrationally? insecure about my partner's mm-hmm. body and her freedom of choice. Am I or being am controlling I... just because I feel less than? Yeah. Or am I being jealous and insecure and not trusting my partner to be around our friends? Well, that's another thing. It's like, this is kind of a lack of trust, right? Because you're essentially like 
in in what you've constructed, it's like she has a plan to seduce Steve by wearing this new bikini, or or some or other people, or to like you know shame you by being you know flagrant out and like you know what I mean. It's it's all pretty distrustworthy, right? Yeah, there's there's a lot of steps here that like seem to be jumped or missed or skipped. Like again, if this if this if she bought this new bikini and then like never wore it, like if she's had it, like you know, the first time you're like, oh hey, that's weird, that's a small bikini, never seen that one before. But you know, it's new, so whatever. And then every time you guys went to the beach together, she never wore it, mm-hmm. but only busted it out when she went to the beach with solo Steve time. Then again, right. a pattern has emerged where I would be like, "Hey, why don't you ever wear that bikini around me? Why do you only wear it when you're alone with someone else?" Yeah. Like, yeah. those are valid things to feel. But to be like, "Hey, why did you choose this brand new bikini to wear on the day where you didn't have any other bikini to wear?" Like, I don't know. It's yeah. it's all very, uh, you know, from the hip. Exactly. And I feel like you need to either one address it calmly and rationally and understand that like this is something you're dealing with or as now said like kind of figure it out on your own sort of process it and walk it through and be like oh hey no here's the thing i'm maybe a little jealous that she's with another dude by herself i you know that makes me a little nervous for whatever reason uh but i do trust her so i don't really it doesn't matter what she's wearing because i trust her and i know that like regardless of what she's wearing uh she's going to remain faithful to me Mm -hmm. and like and then you kind of talk yourself out of jealousy that's what I do. I take fucking every time I'm jealous, I take five fucking minutes to take a deep breath. I pour myself a glass of water and then I think, hey, should I be jealous? And usually by the end of it, by the end of my sort of like, you know, walking along this carpet that I'm unrolling before me, I'm like, nope, no yeah. reason. Now, the good thing. So the question is, is there something to it or am I just reaching like she said? Doesn't seem like there's something to it. You know what I mean? Or if there is. I don't think it would be possible to tell from this situation. There's either context you're not telling us or you are just reaching, like she said. But there is a good side to this. There's a really easy way to stop this happening. You get her phone or her vinyl records or whatever, and you get rid of all the Lizzo. You know oh, I was I mean? going to say get an even smaller bathing suit for yourself. Oh, fuck. And then you go out with Steve. Damn. Yeah. And okay. you start listening to Lizzo. Yes, it is about damn time that you it's and how- Steve whip out your Borat mankinis. Yeah, it's about damn time that we catch up to Europe and bring Speedos to yeah. the North American shores. You know what? I think that's exactly the way to do it. Like, fight fire with even more fire. Um, so, <laughs> or smaller fire? Thinner no, fire? But it's it's more fire, you know? like Because that oh, true, yeah. fucking Speedo was going to be lit as hell. Um, yeah. And then just be like, hey, Steve, like... Seemed like you guys are really good time at the beach. Do you want to come with me? And he'll be like, oh, fuck. Hell yeah, because you said he's an awesome guy. So this can yeah. be good for you, too. And then, like, you show up, and you're just fucking proud, stanced, silhouetted by the sun, barely a, barely a scrap between your fucking eager penis and his eyeballs. It is and just a small thread that crests your urethra. Yes, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. And then you're like, hey, it's about damn time. And you fall into each other's embrace. You take a picture, send it to her. And then you know what you do? You play dumb. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what, what do you mean? I always wear this one thread over my dick. Am I currently gripping just a single thread with my urethra? Maybe. Yes. Who's to tell? Who can say? Is it about damn time? Yeah, Goddamn right it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got a game for me? I do have a game for you. I think we're loosed. We're goosed. We're ready to go. You know what? I felt like garbage 15 minutes ago. I don't feel fucking good. It could be this coffee I'm having right now. It's called Death Wish, and it's the strongest coffee in the world, apparently. I feel like that can't be true. Yeah, it says it. Yeah, if it says it. Um, speaking of saying things, so Whoa. a while back, ages ago. That transition. <laughs> just take a minute and fucking just talk about that. That's great, dude. <laughs> Thank you. I've been working on my segues. Nice. Speaking of working, continue. <laughs> um, so way back, I believe it was uh, in the fall of 2021, Ooh. I was getting bombarded with uh, quotes. I'm sure you've seen them. You've seen there's definitely someone on your Facebook page who has been or Instagram who are posting these things. You know, um, you know Dan, I don't see them unless you bring them to me. So I don't know what that says. 
I think it's because I saved a bunch of them from a dude <laughs> to show you guys, and Facebook was like, oh, you like these? You really <laughs> like these. You don't save, you know, pictures of cats. You do save pictures of, you know, Jason um, Statham telling you to invest in a 401k. So, the, okay, so yes, Niall has, has kind of described it. So what this is, is it is a picture, usually a black and white photo, of a celebrity a male celebrity and usually looking quite uh sad or very serious or very stern with as a, men should be as men should be with a quote underneath and it's not a tribute this is not something that these men have said <laughs> this is this is something that someone has just decided that like you know what hey it looks like the rock may have said that and i feel yeah, like I feel the like it's it's not as if they said it it's that they physically embody the virtues set forward in this inane quote that they fucking dredged from the depths of the internet so i feel like the statue of limitations has been uh, passed on I, so the, the game is slightly similar to, if you are familiar with it, Minion Quotes. I was inspired by that from my brother, my brother, and me. And the the, the game is, I'm going to read the quote. Niall is going to try to guess which male celebrity this quote has been <laughs> unfairly attached to. And if he gets it correctly, I post it on my Instagram with no context. So Niall actually won the first time we played this. And it was a so the quote was, if someone tells you you can't, they're showing you their limits, not yours. Do you remember who said that? Uh, was it The Rock? It was The Rock. Yes. Um, Fuck so yeah, two for two. I do have that quote forever etched on my Instagram profile. And can I just tell you? Oh, I didn't get many likes because I did not use any hashtags. Only 13 people were really into that. 14 people were really into that one. Now, were they all men? Because this is just drip sheer masculinity, obviously. Um, You know what? Let's take a gander. Let's take a gander. No, almost exclusively women. Damn, okay. <laughs> I guess The Rock is looking good, so. He's got his goatee. He's got his Fast and the Furious goatee. So let me let me hit you with these. Man, imagine if you get multiple ones of these and I have to post them in rapid succession, people are going to think I'm going through some shit. Yeah, someone's going to call you and be like, can, can we talk? I do. I did look up manly actors on Google to get a good list because I feel like I was running low. Like the, the brain engines were running low last time. I feel like that's cheating, but I'll allow it for this. Well, one. I just I don't know, man. I'm not good at celebrities. But also, do you want to know who the world's most masculine man is? Because <laughs> I, I would love to know. Other uh, people also ask. Who is the most manly man? And apparently it's Tom Rosenbauer, a fly fisherman. You know what? So, I I believe that. So I'm going to imagine that it's just him. <laughs> um, so here's the first one. Okay. My silence doesn't mean I agree with you. It means your level of stupidity left me speechless. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a fucking zinger. If, if that shows up on your Facebook feed and you don't immediately start rethinking everything you've ever said mm -hmm. it's probably about you oh is it tom hardy it is not tom hardy i i want to say close i want to say you're close but it yeah. was actually i feel like they were in a movie together but maybe not yes they were i think they were in inception together it was leonardo dicaprio damn it i think tom hardy was in that one right uh who knows but yeah, it, it should have. I should have checked out Leonardo DiCaprio. He's famously quiet and famously hates people saying stupid shit. Fuck. Yeah, he. The amount of time someone says something to him and he just stares at them blankly. <laughs> Twice such a good actor. Uh, now, is he holding a cufflink in this picture? Like, you know, what I mean? is he or is he just um, staring blankly? He's. It's a very stern look, and he. It looks like I think he's adjusting his tie. I think it actually is his character from Django Unchained. Okay, even even more fitting. All right, hit me again. Or do I do one after every question? I'll tell you, I have, I have five, so I'll do one more here. Okay. If you have been hurt many times and you still know how to smile, trust me, you are strong. Okay, that's, that's nice. This one uh, I feel like everyone should get. Oh, fuck, man. That, you just immediately crushed all my self-confidence by saying that. <laughs> Good. Um... This is a mental game for me too, baby. Fuck, man. Do I get a clue? No, no, absolutely not. Okay, read it again. I'm going to put myself in the image. If you've been hurt many times and you still know how to smile, trust me, 
you are strong. Now, is the person in question strong? I'm not answering that. Also, hey, every one of them, every yeah, one of these incredible so men, they're all so strong. So fuck, strong. man. There's so many good options. Uh, it's Gerard Butler. It's not Gerard Butler. Fuck. Uh, it is actually star of upcoming trilogy ender Chris Hemsworth. Fuck, man. He was law. Oh, almost did that. I was worried. I was the very, are right very beside each other. I was very, very worried. Fuck. Uh, okay, let's do a question. Okay, right. I, it's so hard to work with these men staring at me so sternly. You can get through all of them if you want. We, I think we have to. Okay, right now? Yeah. Fucking hit me. I'm in the zone. Go. Everything comes to you at the right moment. Be patient. Hmm. It's just not true, but who is a, who is a stoic, patient man? I think this might be one of the hardest ones. Okay. It's Mads Mikkelsen. It's not, but that's a very good oh. guess. That's a very good guess. It's Ryan Gosling. Ah, oh, fuck Ryan. I feel like I should just guess Ryan Gosling for all of them because he's going <laughs> to pop up. He's going to pop up eventually. All right, here's a good one. And this is if I lose this one, I feel like this is the best one to lose. Okay, so I'll just guess Ryan Gosling. If you feel like you're losing everything, remember that trees lose their leaves every year <laughs> and they still stand tall and wait for better days to come. <laughs> That's famously what trees do. Oh man, that's good. Classic tree move. Classic, Classic tree, tree move. move. They're just so optimistic, man. Even if they're naked. Oh fuck, dude. Um, and if I, I don't know this for sure, but I'm going to guess that this is actually something this actor has said. This is oh, a yeah. real quote. <laughs> Famed dendrochronologist. Uh, that that only has a brief link to trees. Uh, mm, fuck, dude. Who looks like they would smile through being leafless? Ooh. I wish I could get even just like, you know, it's not, it's not smiling. It's standing tall, standing tall. Okay. That's, that's not a hint. Hmm. Who's famously tall. Um, I just don't want you to, because I'm pretty sure there's a rock movie called. Yeah, I know. Tall. That's I thought for a second you were hinting. Is it, no. is it Johnny Depp? Is that your guess? It is my guess. It is not. It <laughs> is the voice, the, the famous voice of knuckles from Sonic two is Idris dude. Elba. Interstellar is literally next to Johnny Depp's name. I'm like almost there. Chris Hemsworth and Jared Butler would be beside each other too. Damn it. Fuck. Um, now this one, I don't think you're going to get this one. Okay, good. But I don't want you, you know, to believe me. We'll see what happens. It is amazing how many people are ashamed of their bodies and how few of their minds. Yeah, this is what we really want to promote in this podcast. More people ashamed of their minds. Yeah. Um, so this this actor, this incredible man thinks we should be more body positive and more neurotic, well, I guess. <laughs> he never says he wants people to be more body positive. He just wants people to be less mind positive. I guess, yeah, I guess he thinks it is amazing. Mm-hmm. Fuck, yeah. man. Um, ooh. You want a hint? Oh, I, do. I do. Okay, I'm going to give you a hint because this is the last one, and I do think it's hard. This isn't going to help you much. Yeah. But there is... A first generation MCU connection. I don't even know what that's supposed to tell me. He's in one of the first original like MCU lineups. Just in it? He is he is in yes, he's in one of them. I'm not gonna give you any more than that. I'm not gonna say if he's the star, I'm not gonna say if he's the hero, I'm not gonna say anything like that. Mm-hmm. Gimme give gimme give that uh gimme the quote again. It is amazing how many people are ashamed of their bodies and how few of their minds. Fuck, man. You threw me with that hint. You threw me with that fucking hint. I think I'm safe. I really do think I'm safe. Is it Eric Banner? It's not Eric Banner, but that is a, a deep Marvel pull. Mm-hmm. It's Jeff Bridges. Oh, man, I would never get that. Yeah, it was a tough one. I That's why I saved him for last. Jeff fucking Bridges, man. You heard it here first. He hates people's brains. I'm pretty sure it's Jeff Bridges. <laughs> but wait is it eric banna hold on it, it is 100 not eric banna so we're, we're good are we i don't fucking i you just lost i lost all trust in you right there oh man that would have been a good one for you to post because people be like what what's up dude what the fuck does that even mean honestly <laughs> yeah, like, i was why do you I want was, people to be more ashamed of their minds i was really really worried about the chris hemsworth one because not only is it 
like Chris Hemsworth is kind of like in the zeitgeist right now because the mm-hmm. new Thor is coming out, but the text is so bad in it. Like <laughs> everyone else is like, well, I just mean, I mean like very close to, I'm going to send it to you so you can see. The more you send me these, the more likely the algorithm is like, oh, fuck. Now loves these boys too. Yeah, now I can't get enough of these guys. Oh, it won't let me. Okay, I'll show you another time. Why won't it let you? I don't know. It won't let me copy and paste. And won't let me okay. We're, we're being too distracted by these fantastic men. Hit me with these a These powerful men. Or yeah. do you want me to go again? Yeah, you can go again if you want. You always have so many questions, so let's go. I do have so many questions. Fuck, dude. Now I can't stop thinking these manly men. Uh, pick a number, dude. One to ten. Seven. Oh, I have a lot more than ten. Uh, okay, let's fucking do it. This is by Fearless Ad five eight one nine. Please settle this debate for me. My girlfriend says I can't go to the club without her, but she can go to the club without me, as I'm not as jealous as her. When I said she shouldn't be allowed to go without me, as that would be unfair, she says it's not right because I'm just being spiteful. Please share with me your thoughts. I think it's bullshit. You can't expect someone to follow a standard when you're not willing to do the same, regardless of intentions. Hey, I'm going to settle all the debates you're going to have for the rest of your relationship and tell you to break up. Yeah. I'm sorry. The reason you're not allowed to go to the club without her is because she's more jealous than you. Yeah, that's fucking insane, bro. It's It makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense to me of just being like, hey, I'm really jealous and really insecure. So anywhere I you go, I have to go with you. But I am gonna go do the exact same thing without you hey bestie it's about damn time that you dump this person i also do love that you did fully answer this question by it's bullshit because you can't expect someone to follow a standard you're not willing to do the same regardless of intentions there that's the fucking answer yeah that is the answer like oh it's so awful and you could do this with anything like imagine being like oh I'm allowed to have sex with other people because I have a higher sex drive than you, but you're not allowed. It's yeah. just a me thing. Yeah, it's it's bad, and it's always going to be bad, and I think that this sets a very dangerous precedent. Also, the idea that you're having arguments in your relationship about going to the club yeah. makes me wonder how I skip that stage, like that that stage of my life of like having these conversations. I feel so blessed. So lucky to have never had like a club based argument. I've been there. It's just like, it's insane to me that this person is just spouting something that is just very clearly incorrect and shitty. And like, then when you're challenging her on it is not like cool with that. Even if it was just like a a brain fart for a minute where she said it and you were like, what the fuck? And they were like, you know what? Here in the back. Yeah, that was not a good thing to say. But the fact that they're arguing with it and guess what? This is not the end of it. This is step one of bullshit control and abuse. And like once you have this kind of like locked in, it makes step two easier, which makes step three easier. And all of a sudden you live in this maze of rules while they consistently just do what they want to do. And I think the kind of person who is this worried about you going to the club without them is probably the kind of person you need to be worried about going to the club without you. Well, here's the thing. It just comes to like, cool, you don't trust me. So therefore we can't be in a relationship. Like if you, if you can't trust me enough to go to a club by myself, then you don't trust me at all. Which as we say a thousand times, trust is the foundation of every relationship. Therefore we are not in a relationship anymore. Sorry. So either you need to sort your shit out and learn to trust a boy real quick. um, Or we should see other people. Yeah. Or you need to take some time off. And go to the club all by yourself all you want because I'm not part of this anymore. Yeah. And the thing is, look, it's hard. This is going to suck breaking up with someone, obviously. But you just got to, like, make like a tree, stand tall, and wait for better days. Yeah, man. Sometimes your leaves fall. Sometimes you got to get rid of the leaves. That's the thing. They're holding you back, bro. Yeah. She's the leaves. You're the tree. Dump her. Hit me. Thank you. Thank you, Idris Elba. Thank you, Idris, for your fantastic tree analogies. When are we going to go see Sonic 2? I still haven't seen Sonic 1, so I don't know, man. You're like the biggest Sonic fan. How have you not seen Sonic 1? Oh, I'm such the biggest Sonic fan. How haven't you gone and seen what's probably a shit movie? Great. It gets it got a sequel. Yeah, it's got so did Cars, bro. And Cars is incredible. You know me. I'm a big gearhead. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's three of them. That's what, yeah, but two sequels. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And I'm the biggest gearhead, and they're, they're great. You I know do I love really Cars. like the, the super dark trailer for the third one. 
It just yeah. gets fucked up, bro. You think Sonic 3 is not going to be dark? It. Hey, I hope it. No, because then they're going to put some bullshit like Shadow in. And he, he's not he's not from the fucking original ship, bro. You know what they're going to do? They're going to make you. You have to like sit on top of someone else. It, like a, in a Knuckles, Knuckles and Sonic situation. Remember the cartridge could put the. Yeah, you could. Yeah. It was like a double decker, and you could mm-hmm. play all the old games as. Yeah. Which is thinking back on it now. I know we're not talking about sex and dating anymore. That no, was wild is, to me. This is our Sonic podcast, uh, man. Fucking, that's the thing. Sonic was a trailblazer. He was like, what, ha- moves. What a great has that ever game. happened before? It, like, I can't think of anything where like that's happened again. Where you could just be like, oh, I mean, I guess DLC now, kind of. But like, yeah, the but even idea, then, but- it's not the same kind of like physical construction. Uh, honestly, for me, it's like the reason why they didn't do it again is because it was perfect, right? It's like you don't build the perfect car and then go build another car. You're right. right. There's no Eiffel Tower 2. Thank you. Thank you. That's the thing. <laughs> I mean, how, how insane would that be? <laughs> there is one in Vegas, I think. Yeah. But it's like but... A, it's a small shitty one. It's a tribute to. Mm-hmm, exactly. Did you, did you ever have a 32X for your Sega Genesis? I never got a fucking Sega because I was a poor child. <laughs> you were just a poor Irish waif. Or, no, for real. I never got to play a single Sega. I got the Sonic games when they came out on PC. What? I broke, I broke <laughs> Dean's heart. Yeah, man. I'm going to. I'm pretty sure I still have my Sega Genesis at home. Yeah. Next time I'm there, I'm going to get it. I'm going to bring it back. I have all mm-hmm. the Sonic games. Oh, let's do it. Let's have a fucking Sonic day and then we'll go watch Sonic 2. You know and what? We- Knuckles fucking loves trees, though, so maybe... He does love trees. That's okay, why let's they get chose. back on track. This is... <laughs> no, I'm not joking. He fucking loves trees, bro. Does he actually, like, canonically love trees? He really does, yeah. His whole thing is about, like, preserving nature and... That's right. That's the plot of Sonic 3. I can't wait. Uh, is it your turn? Is it my turn? Is this your question? It is my turn, I believe. Yeah, my question is, when are we going to see Sonic 2? You know what? I just love the... I just love it. Let's go. Let's go right now. We should. Uh, I don't even know if it's it. Okay. This is from Educational Mouse 60. Advice regarding dating safety. So I'm asking on behalf of... hmm? Is this our best episode yet? (laughs) It is now. Continue. So I'm asking on behalf of female 21. Okay. Just say it's for you. It's the internet. It's anonymous. Just say it's you. Come on. Who is interested in exploring sexual hookup slash one night stand type scene? Definitely not me. I wouldn't like that. What? Because this says for a friend. Oh, I see. They also say it's for a female. A 21-year-old, too. Uh, She's pretty inexperienced, but not entirely so, and has a very active sexual imagination and fantasy life, which she wishes to explore more. She's worried about safety, and so am I, to be honest, on her behalf. I've been trying to talk with her about sensible precautions, but I'm not all that experienced in this scene, so I have no idea what safety precautions she might be talking about or thinking about. I know the red flag stuff is important, but not knowing how fast she intends to proceed with the people she's meeting up with, uh, she's not sure that the red flags will be present in the time before she hooks up with them. Can okay. anyone help? What sorts of things might be might she consider to try to remain as safe as possible while still having the freedom to explore her sexual self? Start with the basics, which is like, you know, if it's online dating and you want to go hook up with someone, we talked about, I think, last week. Go to a bar or a coffee shop or somewhere public near to wherever you guys want to go first so that, you know, as you state, sometimes red flags can be hidden. But like it's I think the bare minimum you have to do is to at least see that they are who they are and that they're not a complete psychopath. That's step one. So I'm just going to jump in there to touch on that point because you are correct. Yes. If it's someone you're meeting online, there is no harm in meeting up for a drink first to to do a vibe check, yeah. do it. it. It could potentially save your life. Yeah. Now, if if this is something, if there is a fantasy of like the idea of you just showing up at someone's house and fucking them, or they're showing up at your house and fucking you and then leaving, that's a valid fantasy. But do that with someone that you're already, I'm sure there are people that w- you want to fuck in your life. And I'm sure there are people who want to fuck you in your life. Hook up with someone that you already know. Yeah. If that is if that is something you want to pursue, that's the only thing I'm going to say about that. Because like, do not use online dating as a, you know, come over right now. That mm-hmm. is, that is, you might you'll probably be okay most of the time, but you're just asking for trouble. You're asking for uncomfortable situations of like someone who doesn't want to leave afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just do a vibe check. 
before you had invite anyone over or you go over to someone else's place. Yeah, uh, 100%. I My first Tinder date was like, I'm going to come over to your apartment. And I was like, no, like meet me in the bar down the road. And she was like, really? I was like, yeah, like I'll fucking know you. Yeah, I've done it once where I went over to someone's place off of Tinder. Mm-hmm. And it, in my, hey, in my defense, it worked great. I yeah, with them for a very it, long time. You know, one, not the safest thing to do, but two, no. unfortunately, it is slightly safer for you as a man. Yeah. You know, um, which is just the sad truth of the world we live in. Uh, I think on that note, like if you're going to someone's place or they're going to yours, let a friend know. You know what I mean? Give them the address. Uh, keep them updated. And yes, it sucks that we have to do things like this, but just because something sucks doesn't mean we shouldn't do it, you know? I would even go as far to say as like, if you are concerned about your friend, be the person, offer that up. Be like, yeah. hey, uh, when you're going on a date, just let me know like the bar you're going to, the name of the person you're meeting up with, and like set up a like a check-in time. Yeah. Say like 11 p.m. I'm going to give you a text or a call if you want and be like 11 o'clock will be your rescue time. If you need someone to call and be like, I will pretend to be your roommate locked out and you have a reason to be like, I'm really sorry. My roommate's locked out. She's not feeling well. I have to go home and let her in. Boom. Uh, if that's if that's the case, it's great. Set that up. Or you can just send a text and be like, hey, is everything okay? And know that, oh, it's 11 o'clock. I need to be by my phone to message my friend. So you need to make sure you don't forget because that can cause a lot of stress and harm to your poor friend who's trying to help you out. Um, but I think those are some pretty basic ones. Some what other else? things I would say, uh, carry condoms yourself. Don't yeah. expect dudes to have condoms because it is a very common excuse to be like, ah, fuck, I don't have any condoms on me. Oh, well, always. And like I would say, have a have a latex free one. Yeah. That way there are no excuses for not wearing a condom. If that yeah. is something that you want to do, we recommend, especially if you're going to be pursuing multiple sexual partners that you don't really have a chance to sort of like get the the vibe for. I highly recommend you use protection. A hundred percent, because it's all too easy in the heat of the moment to make a bad decision because you want to bone down and this will save you and them. You know what I mean? Because either it's a ploy or it actually happened. Both suck. And this is a good way to avoid each case. I would also say make sure that you have a means of protection, either a pepper spray, something like that. For worst case scenarios, it sucks that we have to take these precautions, but knowing that you have something you know, if someone's not letting you leave their apartment, being like, you know, being able to go to the bathroom and get a, a little little can of pepper spray ready to make an escape would could be the, the difference of life or death for you. Again, it, it sucks that these are things you have to think of, but it's better to have it and not need it. It also sucks. I'm not even sure if we should say that, because I know in a lot of cases, using a weapon escalates things. And unless you're trained, you often have it used against you or taken. And like, I don't know. Like, that's one thing I would be hesitant of. Another thing is, like, for, for me, I would imagine it's safe. Like, what's your thoughts? Is it safer to go to theirs or have them come to yours? At least with yours, you know, you're kind of in control. You know the lay of the land, etc. But they then know where you live as opposed to going to theirs. If you really don't like them and they're creepy, you can bail on the, you know. But at the same time, it's more dangerous because you're on their turf and, you know, you're kind of walking into the unknown. For me, yeah, it, it's a tough call. I think... I think inviting people see i think it's the opposite really i think so because like it's one thing to make up an excuse to leave and and that's the situation but like some people just don't get the hint yeah or want to right like and having someone like being yelled at or like if it goes bad like having that in your home sucks mm-hmm. so i think i think i mean at least the way i always did it was just like oh i'm now not obligated to entertain this person or have them sleep over or whatever. I can be like, oh, I got to leave. You know, I work yeah, early in the morning. It's kind of nice to be in the power where you can just dip as opposed yeah. to either trying to get someone to leave or have them like gracefully pick up on a hint. Fair. And then I also think it's also important to state your intentions to let people know that like if you are simply looking to hook up and have a one night stand, I think it's important to make that known at some point in time during the exchange, whether it's like on your first date, on a dating profile or something like that, to make sure that there isn't, you know, the the question mark of someone who's like looking to, you know, someone who really likes you. And then you just ghost them 
Uh, mm-hmm. That's a that's a shitty thing. This isn't necessarily a safety precaution, but it is a a general. If you're not that experienced, thing like being ghosted sucks, and not knowing why sucks. But like, if I could meet up with someone, and I know it's going to be a one night thing, or you know, a, a fuck buddy situation. I'm in the proper headspace of being like, okay, great. Also, I think like having people on the right page can help, like preempt people getting upset, which are situations yeah. in which you can be in, in danger, right? Um, and on top of that, just like, remember that you can always withdraw consent. There is never a point where like, fuck, I said this, or I did this, or we're here or like he bought dinner or like, oh, I'm worried all up. You know what I mean? Like to know that going into any situation that like, if, if, if needed to, you don't pause and you don't talk yourself out of it or, or think you're in the wrong or anything. Like you can always, always, always withdraw consent. And that's completely fine and fair. And you're in the right. I would also add for, honestly, I think this is good advice just in general, everyday life. Watch the substance that you take. And if you're unfamiliar with certain substances, uh, don't partake in them on a time where you're with someone you don't really know. For example, if you know you're a lightweight, maybe restrict yourself to one drink. If you know, or if you've never smoked weed or done a drug, don't do it for the first time with someone you don't know. No, no. Because you don't know how you're going to react. You don't know if it's going to KO you. Uh, You don't know. Like, everything gets messy. Consent gets messy. And this is Mm. something that protects you and them. It's just smart. Like, I hate when I'm on a date and someone gets, like, turned. And you can tell that, like, that's their end goal. Like, if they order shots repeatedly or, like, pounding drinks, I'm just like, I'm, like, whatever, do your thing. But if this is what you need to do in order to, like, prep yourself for sex, it's not going to happen. Because I'm not going to sleep with someone who's fucked up. And yeah. on the flip side, for you, for safety, like, you know, last thing you want to do is go to someone's house when you're like blackout or do a substance where you're not sure how that's going to respond. And like, again, if it's someone you know, like, you don't know what they've done, you don't know if they've laced things with stuff. It's just, it's just a really good, you know, standard procedure to watch the substances you take and to to limit yourself if you know that you can be a bit irrational with like how you respond to substances. So like if you're fine, if you can usually drink quite a bit, great, fine. Don't worry about it. But again, if it's like one of those things where sometimes, you know, out of nowhere you have a glass of white wine and you're fucked, maybe stay away from white wine. Mm -hmm. And even on top of that, it's like, if you are usually fine and you have a drink and start to feel different or bad, get out of there immediately call a friend, you know what I mean? Don't like, don't, even if it is maybe, you know, food poisoning or blah, blah, blah. Like air always on the side of caution, I think. So it's like, don't like, oh no, sit down. Like, I'll get you some water. Like, just get out of there. If they're a decent person, they will understand that if you're not feeling well, you don't want to be there. Uh, And if they're not, then you should also be gone. And nine Uh, times out of 10, your bar staff will have your back. So if you think something has happened to one of your drinks, and again, this is just a general rule, tell someone from the bar, and nine times out of 10, we will do our best to, to sort you out. Yeah. And I think lastly, make sure you go get regular checkups, right? If you're having sex with uh, multiple partners, it's always just, you know, err on the side of caution, look after yourself and make sure you are being healthy. Yep. All right. You want one more? Yeah, we can do one more. All right. Uh, this is by Hella Tossaway. My female boyfriend says he misses sex with other guys. My friend overheard him and his friend talking about sex and how he misses it with guys. When my friend told me what she heard, she thought they were joking, but I know my boyfriend is bisexual. I later asked him if he was serious and he awkwardly laughed and said, yeah. When I asked him why and to explain, he said, foreplay with a woman is about her. Always the man doing it to the woman, but with guys it's mutual. And I don't know, gay guys are way more into the male body than women and sex with men is just easier. Trying to be honest. I just don't know how to respond to any of that. I'm upset. My feelings are hurt. I'm not sure how I'm supposed to have sex with him. Well, I think there are two things you can address. One, the idea that foreplay is only for women seems like that might be a skewed perspective from his past experiences or your current relationship. So if someone told me that, I would say, all right, what can I do during foreplay to make the experience mutual? Mm Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. And that's the thing. It's like, I'm sure it hurt to hear this. Mm-hmm. And like, obviously, he should have come to you a different way. It's funny because he doesn't seem to be blaming you. It seems that he just thinks this is a thing all women do, which is obviously incorrect. So I get that it hurts, but you need to step past those feelings 
and like try if you want i guess but like and try to make it better like this is an opportunity where he's being honest and telling you where there are shortcomings in your relationship so it's like you can react unhappily and defensively to that or you can build towards a better relationship and the choice is yours Um, i also think there's a misstep on his part of you know just blanket statementing like oh i miss having sex with guys because like Great, you are bisexual, sure, you're allowed, you know, you're sexually attracted to men and women, mm-hmm. but there's really nothing your partner can do about that, right? Like, they are female, presumably, and that's not going to change, mm-hmm. again, presumably. So, to sort of lament your loss of being able to fuck dudes, is like, then don't get in a relationship, or don't get in a monogamous relationship, then, if that's, yeah. if that's how you're going to feel. Again, it's fine to be like... Yeah, I, you know, I miss fucking dudes once or twice. And that might just been an offhand comment. But if it is something that like really does bother you, it's not on your partner's, you know, it's not your partner's responsibility to fill in a gap that they like quite literally cannot fix. Well, I think what he's listed seems to be very actionable, right? It's like, yes, is foreplay always about you. If so, one address that but to like bring it up with them be like hey look i'm sorry you feel that way i want to make foreplay more about you like what more do you want and like guys are made more into the male body than women that's just incorrect not every guy is into another guy's body as much as the next guy let alone a woman to the next woman so you know if he feels down assure him that you are super into his body and if he wants more stuff in foreplay, like these are all very easy things to address. I would definitely press for more information of being like, what does that mean more? Like, are you asking for like butt play? Is that kind of like what you're angling at? Being mm-hmm. like, oh, it's it's rare for women to sort of like initiate or explore more parts of men's sexual erogenous zones. Because mm-hmm. if that's the case, it's like there's precedent there that most dudes or a lot of like heterosexual dudes don't want their butts played with or, mm. you know, are, are that needs to be a subject that's broached or are hesitant about it or the the experiences they've had haven't been great. So if that is what you're aiming at or angling at, maybe bring it up. Be like, cool, here are some things, as we've mentioned before, like I wouldn't just leave it as these sort of like vague, broad statements as I said, choose to to push actionable advice and actionable uh, next or like forward steps. But I think as as you as the partner, I think you also need to press for more information and mm-hmm. try to rectify the things that seem to be the problem. Yeah. And like, there's no harm being like, hey, what you said upset me. You know what I mean? Like, there's a better way to do this than I have to find out because you're kind of like complaining to a friend and then I bring it up and you make these generalized statements about women. It's like... I'm not just this broad stroke. If you have a problem, you can come to me and and like bring it up in a positive way and we can work on it. Like it's, it's a relationship. There's always that give and take. You can always get better. And so like this could be a, a good moment if you can open up discourse about what will make sex better for you guys. And on top of that, establish that you're able to fucking talk to each other. But I don't think any of that happens if you just get upset and don't address this. Yeah, you can definitely hit them with the old like compliment sandwich of being like, I appreciate that when I came to you, you did choose to be honest with me. That's yeah, that's really I'm important to me. Points, points for that. Yeah. And then hit them with the like, but I would rather you come to me so that, you know, I- instead of having to find second hand, like there, uh, we never would have had this conversation if I hadn't overheard you. So that puts a strain on our relationship. So going forward, I would like you to you know, come to me first and foremost, if there is an issue so that we can solve it. And then, you know, round it out with how can I make, you know, how can I make X, Y, and Z better? What can we do to to make you feel, you know, less, less dejected about not being able to have sex with men because I'm not a man. Yeah. And I guess also be prepared for, as Dane said, like maybe it is like he wants to introduce pegging or like anal play. And it's like, you need to consider that possibility and be ready for that to be brought up. Because if you know you never want to do that, then yeah, this might be good to know from like off the bat, as opposed to like being blindsided by that, saying you're going to do it, being miserable and like dragging this out further. Or even if you are down for that, maybe getting out and saying that like openly, right? Like if this is something that excites you, you can bring it up too and be like, hey, if you want to do these things, you know? But it's like in the moment, if you're blindsided, like don't do things you don't want to do. 
etc. So just like be ready for that conversation. But this yeah. could be a really good like building moment for your relationship where you guys, you know, open up about everything, let alone talking more about sex, which everyone should do. So, all right, Tinder time. At the end of the episode, we like to jump on online dating platforms such as Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge in an effort to go through the profile, see what works, what doesn't work, all with the goal of making your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. So I've got two interesting ones to start us off because it's heavily focused around the picture, right? The picture is, okay. is the product, especially in the case of Lisa, who has literally nothing on her bio, and it's just the picture. And the picture is, you've seen it before, a hand presented to the camera on which there's a big wedding ring, and in the back, blurry, Lisa is kissing a man. Those mm-hmm. very typical engagement posts. Yeah. That's it. I mean, what else do you need? It's true. So confusing. Many mixed messages. Yeah. Like, there's... Are you in an open marriage? Are you looking for a third? Are you selling the wedding ring and think this is Kijiji? Mm-hmm. Like, that. that's the thing. It's like you... I think in general, having no information on your profile is a bad call, but like this especially. I'm sending you, I'm sending you the pictures so you can like really, really double down on it. Really soak it in. Yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously this is a zero. There's If there's no profile, there's no rating, so sorry. Yeah. No, this is the worst. And now the second one, this has some text, which I'll get to first. Uh, it's a Hinge pro- or Bumble profile, and it's, we'll get along if you also have zero desire to go to Burning Man. And above it is a picture, and it's a picture of a GoFundMe, and it's a woman reclining on the beach in a, like, one piece. And I assume it's the woman in question, who knows? And the caption on the GoFundMe is, surgery for my legs, because I can't stand you hoes. And it's 45 raised of a $60,000 goal. $45? Yes. That's it. It's pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. I like it. I mean, it's a funny joke. It sucks yeah. that somebody gave $45, <laughs> but uh, it's just, it's so perplexing. I love it. Uh, that one gets a five at, at least because it's, I get, the, you know, it's a seven because I get their vibes. They're funny. Yeah. What are you giving it? I'm going to give it a six because it's like not enough for me to like, I would still probably say no to this. All right. This is Victoria about me. Hi, roses are red. Violets are blue. I work at a bank. Blink 182. I like to Where bike. are you? <laughs> and I'm so sorry. Uh, I like to bike. Unintentional rhyme. And I have a dog. But also, like, what's up? Okay. This sounds like someone I would actually get along with. <laughs> they, they, you know what? In a lot of ways, it shouldn't be a good profile because it's a lot of nonsensical shit and it doesn't really give you much. But, like, gives you enough. Yeah. This is a tough one. This is where I feel like I want to rate it high, but I feel like that's giving the wrong message of what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. I think on the things they're doing well is that it's unique and their personality comes through. And I think those are the most important things. Yes. Like it's more vibes and feelings than it is like specific things we can address. Yeah. Contract or concrete like information. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to give this a seven. Yeah. Yeah. A seven as well. I'm intrigued. It titillates me. Uh, this is Jocelyn. She says, would you eat the moon if it were made of ribs? Fuck yeah, I would. Yeah. hundred percent. I would plunge our world into like a an absolute nightmare situation if you left me on the moon long enough for me to do some serious damage. Yeah, because I would not stop. The tides gone. I fucked them up. Yeah, but I'm covered in barbecue sauce. I am a full boy. Now, okay, here's a question: Is the moon one big rib and there's just one bone, or is it a very large round rib where there are multiple little bones? Or is it just like a pile of millions and millions of ribs? Oh, okay. Like some sort of like some like rib ball. Yeah. Someone made like a magnet that only attracts ribs. Yes. That's what I imagine. Okay. Fuck. I would love some ribs right now. I want ribs so badly now. Fuck. Maybe I'll get some ribs after this. Uh, Where are you? I want some ribs now. I cannot sleep until I eat ribs tonight. (laughs) I'm going to give it a five, though, because that gives me nothing. Yeah, it does make me want ribs, so I'm going to give it a two because I don't have any. Uh, This is Fox. Six foot, indigenous, two cats, live at Toronto Island on my sailboat. What am I looking for? Well, I would like to have someone for summer adventures, exhibitionism, beaches, sun, canoeing, at least some emotional maturity. That will last as long as it does. 
My very short hair is pink and neon yellow. Neon pink. Okay. There's a lot there that, that I kind of vibe with. She sounds fun. Yeah. You know, some fucking summer adventures, exhibitionism. I'm titillated by dating someone who lives on a sailboat. It's probably not actually a good thing, but it sounds fun. It, it definitely sounds like someone that I would be like, as long as you're at port, let's do it. Let's give it a go. Let's have some fun. Let's fuck around. Let's have, you know, let's have these summer adventures. And then, you know what? Have a good trip. Bye. Yeah. I if mean, you want to hey, sail that, off. That can be the best. Yeah. I think that is, uh, that's a very, very cool, cool situation. Yeah. I like this profile. It's fun. They seem cool. Uh, I give it a nine. Yeah, I'm giving it a nine as well. And you know what? They kind of give out like two things, I think. I th- I feel like they're, they know, like they're experienced because they're letting people know their height and that they've short hair that's pink and neon yellow because I think those two things would turn off a lot of men in a way or like mm-hmm. the type of man that would be repelled by that. She's gotten it out there and doesn't have to worry about it, but she's not weird about it either. You know what I mean? Just feels yeah. it. So they seem mature. They know what they're asking for. They seem fun. I dig yep. it. Big fan. This is Tadjo looking for follower of Christ raised in Canada. Not my first name. Pro immune system recently got catfished all capitals. So be prepared to prove who you are. Vice versa. Nothing personal. Thank this lost soul. And then they list someone's Instagram and Facebook pretending to be a rash Mahajer. Report him praying hands. Very cool. This is like a whole sort of like circle episode going on in this person's profile. Like, why do I care about any of these things? I don't. Is the real answer to that question. I do not care. Yeah, you got catfished. Okay, that sucks for you. Why are you telling me? Be prepared to prove who you are. It sounds like you're trying to scam me, but like in general, yeah, that's kind of what people do when they're online dating at some point. And then it's like you're doxing someone and you have this weird pro immune system line, which makes me feel like you're unvaccinated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a, a one for me. Yeah, it's a zero. Uh, that's going to do us, friends. That's our show. We appreciate you, as always, coming and hanging out with us for an hour. It means the world to us. Um, and we can't thank you enough. If you have a question, you'd like to send it in, head on over to fbuddiespodcast.com. Click the contact link, fill it out, give yourself an agent name. We keep it completely anonymous, so no one will ever know your true identity, and we will never reveal it unless you ask us to for some reason. And we'll answer your question as soon as possible. On that website, there's also a button called Patreon, which mm-hmm. will take Tell you to our... Tell me about this button. Sounds very exciting. You click it, it brings you to our Patreon page, in which Whoa. case you can then choose to support the show with a little bit of monetary uh, sum sum. Mm-hmm. We have a couple of different levels. Uh, at the $7 level, however, you get a bonus episode every month called Pillow Talk, where we play... Uh, I mean, the, the Man Quotes game that we played was originally debuted on pillow talk so if you want to get like ahead of the curve maybe you join pillow talk see what we're doing over there we play a lot of games we answer questions we do tinders we still do all the stuff you love just in a little bit more intimate and relaxed environment Mm -hmm. and if you hated man quotes don't worry there's more shit there too you'll you'll love it law of averages There's, there's there's something on there you fucking love and it releases every month. So if you subscribe today, you can get tomorrow's episode. True. I think, I, I think I've done the math there correctly. It helps us do what we do, and we love that. And yeah, just any support really helps us. If you aren't in the monetary mood, share us with uh, with a friend. That's amazing, too. So we love you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you to Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song, Paper Stars. And uh, thank you for coming back week in, week out. We hit 50,000 downloads the other day. Isn't that cool? That's because of you guys. Do you have some bad sex writing for us? Oh, you know I do. Uh, This is Philip Roth, a dying animal. Uh, She has black, black hair, glossy, but ever so slightly coarse. And she's big. She's a big woman. The silk blouse is unbuttoned to the third button. And so you see she has powerful, beautiful breasts. You see Mm -hmm. the cleavage immediately. And you see she knows it. You see, despite the decorum, the meticulousness, the cautiously sawing style, whatever the fuck that means, or because of them, that she's aware of herself. She comes to the first class with the jacket buttoned over her blouse, yet some five minutes into the session, she has taken it off. When I glance her way again, I see that she's put it back on. So you understand she's aware of her power, but she isn't yet sure how to use it, what to do with it, how much she even wants it. 
The body is still new to her. She's still thinking it out, trying it through, a bit like a kid walking the streets with a loaded gun and deciding whether he's packing it to protect himself or begin a life of crime. That is exactly how I imagine women feel about their breasts. A hundred percent. And like, fuck, man, don't play dumb. I know that you're taking your jacket off and then on again in some kind of weird sex game with me, the man staring at you. I mean, this session, are they in therapy? Is this her th- his therapist? Uh, it seems to be a class. Uh, okay. What the fuck? What the fuck indeed? I'm going to go to the moon and eat some ribs. All right. I'm going to go. Uh, it's about damn time. <laughs> I can go wear a skimpy bikini to Lizzo. Bye. Oh, yeah. My name is Dave Miller. I'm Nal Spain. Uh, and we've been your fuck buddies. Where are you?